1: Join host, Goldberg Shanti, as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name.
0: Welcome back to another edition of the C two P. I am your show host, Bo Marshani. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available as we count down the days, and there's only ten remaining, folks, until this twenty twenty two NFL draft gets underway in Las Vegas. And one of the young making young men making their path towards that next level is the former and Michigan State quarterback Anthony Russo. He was also the MVP of the Tropical Bowl, and I mentioned to him right before we went live that might seem like an eternity ago, thinking back to January, since we are creeping up so close to this draft. But with that said, Anthony, you've had a fabulous career, fabulous offseason as you build toward this next level. With that said, my friend, how's this afternoon treating you?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm excited to be on the show, and I really appreciate you guys having
0: me on. And it, it has these last few months been a whirlwind for you? Have you had a moment to finally exhale and kind of get prepared for April 28th through the 30th and, and what comes with being in your position?
1: Yeah, you know, these last few months have, have been awesome. You know, it's been every everything I've dreamed of since a little kid preparing to go to the NFL draft. And um, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of great people the past few months. Um, and, you know, I just try and take things day by day and be the best version of myself that I can every single day. But, you know, taking it day by day, and then after a few months, looking back at all the progress and everything I've learned, you know, throughout this pre-draft process um, has really just been a dream come true for me. And I'm excited to continue preparing, continue working, and, and see what the next
0: chapter holds for me. And excellent. And, and I got to ask, uh, not always the case, usually the case, Growing up, Pop Warner, Wee, were you always the quarterback? Were you always the guy with the ball in your hand? Yes. I've been a
1: quarterback since the day I started football. My dad was a quarterback back in high school, and um, he always jokes around with me saying that I was throwing a football around before I could walk and always had a football in my hand. And, <laughs> um, yeah, i played quarterback since the day I started football, and I, I wouldn't
0: want to change it. <laughs> well, it's gotten you this far, and uh, so that's definitely something you wouldn't want to change. So you're playing quarterback, you have terrific size, and uh, I'm kind of curious, was there any other alternative sports, any other points in your football career where you might have thought you would have been playing another position, or did you know it was QB 100% of the way?
1: Yeah, I've kind of known since day one that it was was a quarterback position for me. I think that's just kind of the type of person I am um, on the football field and off the football field. Just as a leader, um, being vocal, you know, I like to be the the person that everybody kind of looks to um, for advice or whatever they may need in tough times. And so I think that kind of um, entails exactly what a quarterback needs to have. So that, with that being said, it's it's always been quarterback for me, and and I love the position and love to continue to learn more and more about the position and um, different ways that I can advance myself you know, in the position of a quarterback.
0: Definitely. And let's kind of talk about that big MVP down at the Tropical Bowl earlier this January. You know as well as anybody, that's a priceless opportunity in a draft position to let these teams know who you are. A lot of times it's the first chance you get to really let them know you as an individual. You're there because they see your tape, and they loved all those intangibles. But now they get to know Anthony Russo, the man. Can you kind of share what that experience was like and the walk away with that prestigious award and such a big time opportunity and you took advantage of it? Yeah, that opportunity was everything for me. Um, You know, being able to go
1: down there for a few days and uh, compete with some of those guys. You know, I still talk to some of the guys I played with down there and to have the opportunity to go practice for a few days in front of the scouts and then, uh, you know, play in that game in can world stadium, which was a beautiful stadium down there. It was a great experience for me and, Um, I set goals for myself before going down there, and one of those goals was to have that MVP trophy in my hands when I get on that plane back to Philadelphia. So being able to go down there, um, enjoy myself, show what I can do on and off the football field, and then attain that goal um, of being able to go home with that MVP trophy, you know, it felt like a great trip for me and um, was definitely a great start to the entire pre-draft process for myself.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. Does that really put some pep in your step? I mean, help build your confidence? I mean, if you went down and you had an awful week, I mean, granted, you know, you've been doing this a long time. You're you're a competitor. It's not like it's going to derail you. But did that accolade and those honors, did that really kind of help motivate and just kind of really put you in the right mindset, I should say, to get you ready for what was coming next throughout the February, March, April month that we're in now? Yeah, I think anytime you're able to perform at a high
1: level and achieve something like an MVP of whatever, maybe an all-star game or season or whatever it may be, I think anytime you can achieve that, it definitely, you know, makes you feel good about yourself and, and boosts your confidence. But I think it's super important, especially at the position that I play that, you know, whether you have a great day or you have a bad day, um, you know, it's all about the next play, the next throw, um, the next opportunity. So, I definitely was feeling good about that, you know, the, the the night of the game and the day after. But, you know, once that kind of blew over after a day or two, it was time to get back to work because, um, you know, that was just an accolade in the past. And obviously I want to achieve bigger and better. So it was
0: right back to the work. Excellent stuff. Once again, Anthony Russo here on the C2P, Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available as we count down the days, once again, to this 2022 NFL draft. Um, Anthony, I asked this question of all our guests that come on the program. Um, if we threw you in the film room with these NFL scouts, they're breaking down your tape, what do you think they're going to love about you? I'd like to say that these are your hallmark home run abilities they're going to just scream off the film where they're going to have to bring you into camp and have to eventually sign you to that 53-man roster?
1: I think first off is just the confidence that I have in the pocket. You know, I'm a bigger guy, and um, I understand that sometimes you're going to have to hang in there to the last second and take a hit to make a throw, and I think my film shows that. Um, The the second thing I think would be the progression I've made throughout the few years that I was able to play in college, Um, you know, lowering the number of interceptions or, what I call interception um, likely plays, you know, play that a turnover may have been possibly caused because of me. I think, you know, getting rid of some of those plays, I think um, the the deep ball, the explosive play has been something that I've been able to do a lot of in my playing time um, at Temple and throughout my college career. I mean, I think the other thing too is just, I think it shows up on tape the, um, impact that I have on my teammates you know I think that you could see the leadership that I have the way the guys kind of gravitate towards me on the field on the sidelines I mean I think that's something that is super important at the position that I play and I think it's a trait that I've always had and continue to build I mean I think that's something that separates me from a lot of guys in my position is that you know I'm able to connect with these guys on and off the field and really be that quarterback that the old linemen the running backs, the wide receivers, the defense, all those positions, they want to play for me. They want to, you know, give it everything they got because they know I'm doing the same for them.
0: Excellent. And, and you know, i, I got to ask, you know, that size, I mean, what you're what, 6'4", 6'5", 240. Uh, you mentioned that bigger guy. I immediately thought of Ben Roethlisberger. Is that somebody, that, that big body tape mentality, uh, or are there other players that you kind of, think about when you kind of maybe compare yourself? I mean, we're not saying, hey, you know, you're saying you're – but just in terms of body size and that type of mobility.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, watching Big Ben is something I've done a ton of. The ability that he has to – even though he's not the fastest guy, um, just the ability to extend plays, you know, shake off defenders and uh, make a move within the pocket just to be able to buy himself an extra half a second to make a throw. And I think he's done that you know, throughout his entire career and um, and that's something that I've always watched. I think another guy that I've always loved to watch is is Tom Brady, the goat. I think just seeing his um, calmness in the pocket and the way he plays that mental game before the snap of the ball, constantly changing plays, change of protection, um, and that moxie he kind of has the line of scrimmage as something is something that I've always, you know,
0: watched and envied of him and, and tried to mimic. Awesome. And now this is your show. We know we're 10 days away from this draft. Uh, I don't know if there's anything left that teams wouldn't know about you at this point. But we always like to say, hey, is there anything else that can help you fall in their good graces? I mean, uh, great in the community, maybe uh, different coordinators, uh, maybe systems that you ran with the Owls or the Spartans didn't allow you to showcase certain skills. Anthony, is there anything yet you need to mention to these guys, if they do listen in, that can help you again fall in the good graces around draft time? Yeah, I think throughout my time at, at Temple and then Michigan State, seeing
1: you know the number of head coaches I played for, the number of coordinators that I played for, I think seeing the way that I've been able to quickly grasp an offense and then go out and perform at a high level uh, with an offense that's brand new to me that year, um, I think that just shows the type of you know study habits I have with the playbook, the type of football IQ and knowledge that I have to be able to learn these playbooks and within a few months, go out there and, and compete and play at a high level. Um, I think that's something that you know, not many people know, the different offenses I've had to play in, the different styles and the amount of different offenses in the five years I was in college, how many different offenses I truly played in. And I think just the ability I had to pick up those offenses very quickly and then go perform at a high level is something that so not many people would know. Well
0: said. Well said, Anthony. And I got to ask this one. uh, What's your favorite throw or favorite play to execute? I mean, the play comes in to the huddle. You go through your headset. uh, What play do you love to execute the best? What's that one pass when it leaves your fingers? It just feels like perfection.
1: I think it would just be the simple four verticals play. You know, I think that the seams throughout the seams, I think I've always thrown that ball well. You know, whether it's a bender versus cover two, behind the linebacker, um, whether it's, you know, one high cover three and I'm looking to safety off and coming back and hitting the opposite team or if it's man coverage and just taking a one on one matchup up on the outside on a go ball. I think that's a throw I've always, you know, been able to throw very well. Um, back shoulders, jump balls, whatever it may be. I think I've always been able to be effective with the deep balls and with the seam balls. So I think the the simple four
0: verticals would be my favorite play. Awesome. Man, listen, I could keep you on forever, but uh, our shows are usually scheduled for 10 or 15 minutes. Now, uh, with that said, we call it three and out. There are a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. I'm. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those?
1: Absolutely. Let's do it.
0: Okay. Now, you could pitch pick either staff and you could pick whatever coach you want. You had two schools, but what coach at what university had the biggest pet peeve during practice, Anthony? An absolute no-no. If you got caught doing it, you might catch a little hell. Yeah, I'm
1: going to have to go with Coach Matt Rule, uh, just walking on and off the field and guys putting their hands on their head or hands on their hips when they were tired. You know, we had a big, big thing <laughs> with Coach Rule about, you know, not showing that we're that we're tired and we're fatigued, constantly showing that we're stronger than the opponent. So anytime a guy would bend over or put his hands on his hips and be breathing heavy or walk on the field, uh, you know that Coach Roll was always going to see him right away and and get on him. And I think that would definitely be the biggest pet peeve a coach has.
0: I love it. How about this one? Can you start doing this one down at the Combine, uh, asking the quarterbacks this question. Um, Can you – uh, give the verbiage of your favorite play that you like to call. Kind of, you know, what you, the teammates would hear coming out of you as you start the, you know, the next play. Could you give us that?
1: Could you repeat that question one more time? Sorry, broke up a little bit.
0: Yeah, you're right. Could, could you give us the verbiage of your favorite play? I mean, you're about to call the play at the line of scrimmage. Could you kind of share with us what you're going to say?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, full play call would just be Roy, red knife, H-Banana, just simple play action pass. And if I got up to the line of scrimmage and I knew it was man coverage, you know, I would just say, Roger, 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 which would just make it a full slide. And I knew at that point I was taking a nice five-step drop and probably taking a go route <laughs> on the outside to
0: one of our best receivers. And you can't beat that. <laughs> Uh, That's great. And then the final one, as we count down these days, very, very close to this draft, I assume that week, that weekend, you're going to be with family and friends awaiting to find out where you're going to be at the next level, to hear your name called during the draft. With that said, Anthony, who is the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have specifically prepared to celebrate this next football journey?
1: Oh, that's without a question. My mom is the best cook in the family, and her homemade meatballs, um, Homemade gravy, homemade pasta on Sunday nights is when she normally makes it. You know that will be my favorite meal to the day that I that to the day that I die. It's, she makes everything from scratch, the gravy, the meatballs, everything, and um, it's second to none. So without a doubt,
0: it'd be my mom and it'd be her homemade pasta and meatballs. Excellent. Well, mom's now on the clock for you for meatballs and pasta, <laughs> and then you, my friends, are on the clock for this 2022 draft. It's been a pleasure having you. And again, stay humble. Stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate your time today. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. Once again, that is Anthony Russo, the standout quarterback, Michigan State Temple. MVP of the Tropical Bowl this past January. And you guys know who listen to me often, I love the big body quarterbacks. I love a big guy that you can put in the pocket. I just think at the end of the day, those are the true, true dynamics that teams really crave. And I just think when you have that type of body to, you know, mentor and build up, uh, I think that's just a great, great foundation. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P.